It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. Today is Friday, April 2nd, 2021. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs. And today on the show, we are continuing this series of exploring the pros and cons and the case to be made for and against drafting each of the top four pass catchers in the 2021 NFL Draft. If you have missed the start of this series, it started on Wednesday. We looked at Florida tight end Kyle Pitts. Yesterday, we looked at LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase. Monday's show will be dedicated to wide receiver from Alabama, Devontae Smith. And today's episode is dedicated to Alabama wide receiver, Jalen Waddle, My personal favorite wide receiver in the 2021 NFL Draft, and I look forward to explaining and discussing some of the reasons why Jalen Waddle for me, is my favorite wide receiver from the 2021 Draft, and why you should be ecstatic if it came down to this decision for the Miami Dolphins. I've seen a lot of this from the Dolphins fan base on the heels of Chase and Pitts on Wednesday, both had their pro days and oh my goodness, what happens if Pitts goes four and and Chase goes five? You're going to have a great opportunity regardless to get a really good pass catcher at six, no matter what, if you're the Miami Dolphins. So looking at it through that scope, want to build the case and, and, and state the resume of Jalen Waddle because his production when he was on the field, was phenomenal. Now, the ankle injury that he suffered against Tennessee, it's well documented, of course, uh, but I want to work through and break down the productivity that Jalen Waddle had as a wide receiver at the University of Alabama. In 2019, Jalen Waddle was targeted 40 times, and he caught 33 of those 40 targets, averaging 17 yards per catch, and scoring six touchdowns. In 2020, in five games, the first four of the season and then a limited appearance against Ohio State in the national championship game, Waddle played 242 snaps. He was targeted 32 times and caught the ball 28 times out of 32 targets for 591 yards, an average of 21.1 yards per catch and he outpaced Devontae Smith through the first four games of the season. Listed at 5'10", 182 pounds, here's your interesting tidbit and nugget on Jalen Waddle. According to NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah, GPS stuff, talking about GPS speed tracking, is going to be big this year because we haven't had as many verified numbers for pro day testing. And talking to some teams around the league, Waddle has the fastest GPS miles per hour of any receiver in the country. Your eyes are not deceiving you when you watch him. He is freaky fast. 
I watched Jalen Waddell against cornerback Eric Stokes from the University of Georgia, who ran a 4-2-8 verified laser time at House of Athlete. And Jalen Waddell ran by him running routes in soft coverage, like he's standing still. 20-plus yards downfield is where Jalen Waddell shines. We talked a lot on yesterday's show with Jamar Chase about how inconsistent, ineffective the Dolphins' passing game was when they looked to push the ball into the deeper portions of the field. How's this for stats? Jalen Waddell, for his career, caught 21 of 26 passes when he was targeted 20 yards down the field. So the opportunities that he was afforded down the field, 21 of 26 for his career, phenomenal. Turn on the Missouri game. He's winning contested catches, going up high-pointing throws. Turn on the Georgia tape. He's running by guys like they're standing still with 10 yards of separation. All of the things you want Jakeem Grant to be as a player is what Jalen Waddle is physically capable of being, but instead of being as diminutive as Jakeem Grant, Jalen Waddle at 5'10", 182, actually carries his weight fairly well. He's fairly stocky. He has good contact balance. And he is an absolute blur of a player. But it's not just the the down-the-field stuff for Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle in 2019, the last year that he played a full season with Tua Tungvaloa, screen passes. Jalen Waddle averaged 20.9 yards per catch on screens in 2019. So think about, he was targeted 26 times, 20 plus yards down the field for his entire career, caught 21. Averaged nearly 21 yards per catch on screens while playing with Tua Tagovailoa. Has the fastest GPS time of any wide receiver in the country. These are some phenomenal statistics about Jalen Waddell. And we, I haven't even given you the, the icing on the cake yet. When you think about the Dolphins and their skill group, the number one sore spot was lacking the ability to create after the catch. Buckle your seatbelts. Jalen Waddell averaged in 2020 10.1 yards after catch per reception per catch an extra 10 yards that's better than Jamar Chase was in 2019 it's three times what anybody on the Dolphins roster is physically capable of doing and I could sit here and I could read stats off to you all all you want Uh, the last thing I will tell you about utilization trends is Jalen Waddle is primarily a slot target In 2018, 436 snaps. 319 of those came in the slot. 2019, 293 snaps. 264 of those came in the slot. 242 in 2020. This was the closest to a 50-50 split, and this was where you saw in 2020, Jalen Waddell proved that he could be more than just a slot guy, 
and just a guy who runs deep routes. 147 in the slot, 91 on the perimeter. And again, in the first four games of the season, Missouri, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, and Georgia, Jalen Waddell was a more productive and a better player than Devontae Smith. And I tell you this too, I had the opportunity to go to LSU Alabama in 2019 with Tua Tagovailoa face Joe Burrow, and I got to see Jalen Waddell person, in person. This is the fastest football player I have ever personally laid eyes on. And I have been scouting the NFL draft since 2013. He is the real deal as far as a physical skill set. Football season may be over. But there are plenty of opportunities to place your bets courtesy of our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action the NBA, college basketball, NHL, and now baseball all in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, television shows, and reality TV with real time updated odds and props on just about anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds and is the best way to place your bets. Plus, it's free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I can blow all the praise that I want to Jalen Waddell. But inevitably, and I understand this, the question will be, why is he the right fit for the Dolphins? And what I'll point to is the subsections and subgroups of the Dolphins' wide receiver room. Adding Will Fuller into the Jakeem Grant speedster vertical role opens the window for more of an investment into that group. So much of the Dolphins' investment into their wide receiver room was the big-bodied guys on the outside and the gadgety guys like the Albert Wilson, Lynn Bowden Jr., etc., etc. But now you have guys who win with speed. And as Will Fuller showed in 2020, without DeAndre Hopkins in the picture, he is perfectly capable of running an entire tree. And Jalen Waddell may not have been asked to run every route under the sun. But you watch those first four games in 2020 when he too was given a larger slice of the pie and asked to do more. And he showed he was physically capable of doing more and being an all-around receiver. So when you take much like the conversation with Mike Gusecki and Kyle Pitts, when you take Will Fuller and Jalen Waddell and you put those two guys on the field together, 
the byproduct that you are going to get is a lot of split safety coverages because teams are not going to want to ask one player to be able to defend vertically against two guys who run 4-2-something. Two high safeties automatically lightens the box. It makes running the football easier, which the Dolphins clearly want to do. Two high safeties and more space vertically means there's going to be more room to operate underneath. This is, in my opinion, the biggest impact that Jalen Waddell will have as a player who coexists with Will Fuller in the Dolphins wide receiver room, never mind the fact that Will Fuller's here on a short-term deal. Needs to be able to prove it long-term. Is the spacing and the opportunities it will afford everybody in the offense. And he will be the player, much like Will Fuller, that has that presence of if you blink and make a mistake, we will kill you for it. The Dolphins... Last year, if you made mistakes, you were giving up 10, 15-yard gains. Those need to become touchdowns and explosive plays. And that is the name of the game with Jalen Waddell. 21 of 26 on 20-plus-yard targets downfield. And 21 yards per catch on screen passes in 2019. Over 10 yards after the catch per catch in 2020. All of those things the Dolphins have none of. And the insurance policy that he can provide Will Fuller and the long-term guarantee that no matter what happens with Will Fuller, you will have this presence in the offense that the Dolphins have made it very clear they want because they paid Will Fuller up to $13 million this year. That's the value that Jalen Waddle can bring to this Dolphins offense. He can also continue to marginalize Jakeem Grant because Jalen Waddle does kick duties. He returns punts. I watched him return a punt against LSU in 2019 for a touchdown. So there's a special teams appeal here as well. You're not drafting him to do special teams. But it's an added bonus on top that he is physically capable of doing it, and he effectively completely negates Jakeem Grant's roster spot, which then can be a cap maneuver that the Dolphins choose to make should they so decide is necessary. And before I transition and talk about the risk that is incurred with drafting Jalen Waddle with the Dolphins' first pick, I have one more statistic for you. We've talked about the need for explosive plays for this offense going all the way back to last summer. Jalen Waddle, for his career, has 17 touchdown receptions. The average distance of those 17 touchdown receptions is 44.5 yards per touchdown catch. So on average, his scores are from the 45-yard line. A walking home run machine. That's what you get with Jalen Waddell. You put that on the field with Mike Gusecki in the middle of the field. You put that on the field with Will Fuller. You put those guys in a bunch set with Devontae Parker. You put those guys in the slot and have them run the vertical routes and have routes develop underneath of that against zone coverage that's going to lift and you're going to create massive voids underneath for throwing windows in the short spaces 
That's a winning recipe specifically for Tua Tungavaloa, not just because he's played with Jalen Waddle in the past, but because the extended benefit of Jalen Waddle, the receiver, caters to, based off what we saw in 2020, the style of play that Tua Tungavaloa plays with and the style of play that Tua Tungavaloa currently sees the, the game with and the field with, with a high level of confidence. The rest of it you're hoping is going to come with time. But the way he sees it now, Waddle will benefit it more than anybody. For my money. We've been telling you about our friends at Built Bar for quite some time here on the Locked On Network. Built Bar is an amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars now we have a special deal for you. You can go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% your next order at BuiltBar.com. And make sure you follow on Twitter at Bar underscore Built to get nice little updates on their new flavors that they have cooking and any promotions that they also add in along the way. That is promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com to save 15% on your next order. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Kyle, where is the risk with Jalen Waddle? Of course, the risk with Jalen Waddle comes from sample size. The risk with Jalen Waddle comes from the injury that he suffered against Tennessee on the opening kickoff that cost him two-thirds of this season. Those are things that undeniably must be accounted for. Now, you admire the toughness for Jalen Waddell to end up suiting up against Ohio State in the national championship game, playing a handful of snaps, getting the opportunity to touch the football, clearly not being 100%, but suiting up for his teammates for one last ride with all the marbles on the line. I appreciate that mental toughness. And that should not be lost in this. But Jalen Waddell opted not to run with the pro day. So medically speaking, how healed is he? How severe was the break? These are things that we don't have answers to at this point in time. You would think Waddle going to the NFL Combine, amended NFL Combine in Indianapolis for medical checks should reveal quite a bit. And if whatever is inspected comes back with a red flag, that's going to hurt Jalen Waddle's resume and his chances to be the number six overall pick for the Miami Dolphins. So I can't pretend to know that. I'm not going to pretend to know that, but I am going to acknowledge the existence of that medical issue that is currently still unresolved because we have not seen Jalen Waddle back on the field in full capacity. What I do know is he was healthy enough to suit up in January and gut it out. 
And anytime we talk about it with Jakeem Grant, these guys who are not the biggest, but they have explosive speed, much like Will Fuller, and we'll find this out to be true with Will Fuller probably at some point along the way this year as well. They're like an exotic sports car. And it is very easy to pop a tire when you perform at such a high degree of intensity and speed as what these speedy 4-2-4-3 wide receivers do. You could make the case for the Dolphins in 2020, having two of these kinds of players is helpful because if one of them goes down, you have the other one to step in the exact same role. I don't think Jalen Waddle's necessarily ready to step into the role that Will Fuller has built himself into as an NFL receiver just yet. Will Fuller coming out was perceived in a lot of ways how Jalen Waddell is. With worse hands and less of a return ability than what Jalen Waddell has. And Will Fuller went in the 20s in the draft. And he has developed with time into one of the best vertical threats and home run hitting threats in the NFL. But it did take time. Now, the silver lining with Waddell is his ability to impact the game immediately is still very friendly because that speed is going to translate. It's going to force respect. You run the vertical routes. And Henry Ruggs is a good example of a player. And I think I do think Jalen Waddell is much more developed as a route runner than what Henry Ruggs was coming out of Alabama last year. But Ruggs averaged 17 yards per catch, was only targeted 43 times in 13 games, finished with 501 yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns on 35 touches. Some of that, Derek Carr learning to feel confident throwing the ball down the field, but some of that was Henry Ruggs and his one-dimensional style of play. Waddle brings more to the table, so I'm not as apprehensive as what I would have been with Henry Ruggs. I have Waddle graded higher than I had Ruggs graded. And when you watch the tape at Alabama, Waddle was always open. Always open. The problem is Devontae Smith on the games that they overlapped was also open quite often. But when Mac Jones felt pressure and Mac Jones felt trouble, he immediately went to Devontae Smith. He didn't put those balls out there for Jalen Waddell to the same degree in which he did with Devontae Smith. Why is that? I don't have an explanation. What I did see on film, if we do want to get into some critiques on Jalen Waddell, is when you test his catch radius, when he is forced to really extend outside of his frame when he's coming back to the football, Those don't always get corralled as clean as you would maybe necessarily like. But when you are a player who wins vertically and in the quick game to the degree in which he does where he's either tracking the ball over his shoulder and in full stride or he's stationary receiving the football, that's really not going to be an area where he's he's not going to run a ton of hitches. He's not going to run a ton, ton of speed outs. He's going to run the deep overs. He's going to run the vertical routes. He's going to run the screen passes. He's going to run the slants. And he wins in all of those areas. He's going to run the sluggos, the dinos, the corners, the posts, the nine routes. That's what he's going to run, and he's going to have success with it right away. You saw him on film. He separated constantly. And he was just maybe not at the front end of the progression to the same degree in which Devontae Smith was. And when Mac Jones felt pressure, he clearly trusted Devontae Smith more. I wish I had a definitive knock 
the knocks are there's a medical question that lingers. And because of that medical question, he did not have a full season in 2020 to prove himself in a full-time role. But damn it, you watch those four games that he played before he got hurt. It's there. It's clear as day. And you look at the ways in which he can impact the game, not just by touching the ball, but the influence that he has on everybody around him and the spacing of the defense. Jalen Waddle has an extremely strong case, just like Jamar Chase did, just like Kyle Pitts did. And that's the point that I really want to drive home because everybody in Dolphins Nation right now is kind of collectively holding their breath. Gee whiz, I hope Pitts or Chase makes it to us. If they don't, they don't. The Dolphins still have two good options to choose from to boost the passing game. It's just going to look different than what those other guys did. And Waddle's influence carries more weight, in my opinion, for what it does for everybody else versus just making him a featured centerpiece, high-volume piece of your offense. Do not push the panic button if Pitts and Chase are gone. Because Jalen Waddle has one hell of a resume, and Devontae Smith, who we're going to go over on Monday, also has one hell of a resume for us to get into. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Locked On Dolphins. I hope you guys enjoy your weekends. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs. The NFL Draft is at the end of the month, so you are going to want to make sure you stay dialed in on everything that we are covering, putting my experiences over at the Draft Network to good use to make sure you guys get great content on the NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins, how those pieces of the puzzle fit together. So keep it locked in. Hit subscribe. Thanks as always. Talk to you guys on Monday to talk to Vontae Smith. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.